Good evening. Welcome to the DailyRoto.com podcast. My name is Tony Scotta. We'll be talking about all the happenings in the crazy, crazy world of daily fantasy basketball and daily fantasy sports. Of course, we had an epic, epic weekend over at DraftKings, and we have the new and latest millionaire in daily fantasy sports. That's right, the newest fantasy sports millionaire is Goulet, and that's his screen name. I do not know who his real name is, but of course, we're going to cover that in just a minute. Make sure you guys are heading over at DailyRoto.com to get all your fantasy information. Of course, from the best in the business, Drew Denkmeyer and Mike Leone, they're giving out premium content, and they're getting all ready for fantasy baseball season and getting you prepared for daily fantasy baseball, but they're riding out the stretch of the regular season in the NBA and getting you prepared as today was a big, big day in fantasy basketball with a ton of early games as well as late games on the NBA slate, and then they'll be all prepared for the baseball season. And if you guys get these great events uh, like college basketball, I thought it was a great job done by the Daily Fantasy sites, FanDuel and DraftKings with the tournaments. I can't wait to get into some more this coming weekend. I did not play Daily Fantasy basketball all year long, but I loved it. It was great watching the games, and along with the bracket, that fantasy action was absolute insanity. And I enjoyed every single moment of it, and I'm looking forward to get into it. I made it through the first day of the Survivor Tournament, didn't get through the second day, and I was close, and I had a zero. Uh, I had a Indiana forward who got five fouls and uh, didn't put up a point. So it wasn't like, you know, you put a guy in your roster and he doesn't play. It was a guy that actually played, and he got five fouls and fouled out of the game with no fantasy points. That's crazy. I don't know which I'd feel worst. If I played a guy that didn't play or if a guy I played played and he got a zero. I don't know how I feel about that. But that was great uh, to get that done. And, and I was a pretty fired up about college basketball. And I surely would play that again this week. And like I said in the podcast last week, I'm going to look forward to taking part actively in college basketball next season. I think it's a great sport. The foul thing's a little interesting there, and we could jump on it. We did hear back from Victive.com. They will be on the shows next weekend. Uh, they're going to try to appear on the SiriusXM Fantasy Show at 10.30 in the morning, and then also uh, we will bring them on the podcast, and that will happen sometime next week as we get ready for the fantasy baseball season. So we had a two-point victory of Goulet. Was a two-point victory tonight for the one million dollar first prize at DraftKings.com. He beat a, a guy that you've seen a million times in these tournaments, and I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly. Maki Supa is a guy that you see all the time in DraftKings, uh, playing in various tournaments. A two-point victory. He was sitting there and he rung it out. And it's funny. I talked about the show uh, this morning that I said I would probably not play Russell Westbrook in my daily fantasy lineups. I did not. Well, I got it won. A cool million dollars did. He had Russell Westbrook, who was owned by 17% in this tournament, 64 points uh, in this one. At the small guard, shooting guard, he went with Quincy Poindexter, owned by 5% uh, in this game, put up 17.75 fantasy points, three rebounds, four three-pointers, and 12 points. That was huge. Another lowly-owned player on his roster was Caron Butler, of course, and Butler had two rebounds, three three-pointers and assists, two turnovers, 12 points. That totaled up 16.5 fantasy points. 
A big favorite on the tournament at DraftKings was Tim Duncan. He was owned by 55%. He delivered with 40.75 for his fantasy owners. At center, owned by 17.5%, was Alex Ajinka. He delivered 25 fantasy points in this one. Uh, 10 rebounds, a double-double, 11 points, and a steal for him there. Evan Turner and Jay Crowder, both guys... Uh, delivering from the Boston Celtics, 48 points and 36 points in a game against the Detroit Pistons. And to cap it off, Andre Drummond uh, was the utility position, so he went with uh, two big men in this lineup. He delivered 58 fantasy points. He was owned by 17% in this one. He absolutely got it done. And congratulations to Goulet, who's the latest millionaire in the daily fantasy world, getting it done in the basketball variety. It's great that FanDuel's get coming up on March 25th, a $1 million in prizes, $100,000 to the highest uh, winner that day. First prize is $100,000. It's going to be great over there. Only $25 to enter. The NBA Mega Slam returns to FanDuel March 25th. Uh, you can get in there and jump on that. And remember... If you want to go down to South Beach and qualify and play with Drew Denkmeyer, there's only six seats left in the $1 million World Fantasy Basketball Championship from FanDuel. Uh, right at the top of the page, you can get in a qualifier for $25 and get in that contest and take it on. I believe it was Ganondorf that I was in there earlier uh, taking a look. Someone has three seats in that finals, and I believe Ganondorf was the guy there. So it'll be interesting to see how he can do that, and how he can accomplish uh, trying to take down the first prize of $100,000 with three seats into that contest and see how that one works out. And over at DraftKings, you also got opening day Major League Baseball contest up there and ready to go. So on the first day, which is the April 6th, they're going to have a $20 entry fee. They're going to give $500,000 in cash prizes. But guess what? Only $20 to enter. You got to be fired up about that. You absolutely got to be fired up about that. Uh, so definitely check out uh, what they got offering there. In the world of NBA and getting you ready to go, there also was one other great story. Uh, over at DraftKings, the hockey championship uh, was won by a fellow that could not attend the weekend's festivities. He sent his mother. His mother was able to be there and crown himself the champion. And he wasn't present. He sent his mother, and his mother was the good luck charm. So all you people out there, if you're going to make a qualifier and not make it out there, send mom. It seems to work. Absolutely got it done at DraftKings in the first ever World Fantasy Hockey Championship. Uh, so that was how that one played out at DraftKings FanDuel. Baseball coming up, it's going to be some great announcements as far as what they'll be doing going forward uh, with some of the world of of uh, fantasy baseball championships. And we'll figure out uh, what the next million-dollar fantasy championship will be and how that one will go out. And, of course, we'll have it all from you right here at DailyRoto.com. That's right, DailyRoto.com. Even at DraftKings, uh, the week of March 30th to April 4th, DraftKings is going crazy again. It's 
the $2 million championship week. They're going to have the season's biggest and baddest basketball and hockey contests. That's right. So we have a $500,000 three-ball championship, which the top prize is $100,000. That'll take place April 3rd. That's a $300 entry. And yo, 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 all you hockey fans, you stay tuned because they'll have the $100,000 Triple Deke championship. Deke is a hockey term. It means faking a guy out. It means juking. They call it Deke in Canada. I guess it's Canada. I don't think no American would come up with the name Deke. I know a Deke. I might know a couple Deeks. I haven't figured it out yet. Let's figure out how many Deeks. Let me count my Deeks, and we'll be right back right here on DailyRoto.com. My name is Tony Sincana, and of course, DailyRoto.com, the greatest, latest inventions in the world of daily fantasy sports, where they're knocking it out of the park. Drew Dinkbyer and Mike Leone leading the charge. One of the most interactive forums across the Internet, Al Gore's world, they've invaded, and they're taking it over. I've counted. i got one Deke. That's pretty good, though. It's better than none. And the big week that's happening over there is not just these two main events. There's a whole, whole host of tournaments. On Monday, March 30th, they're going to have the NBA $10,000 Quarter Arcade Championship. My guy, Nando DeFino, which you can hear on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio, is the quarter player at heart. He's going to be the champion. I'm predicting Nando DeFino wins the quarter championship. Uh, that'll be Monday, March 30th. Then they'll also have the NBA $100,000 Pick and Roll Championship. That's a $12 entry fee and $100,000 in cash prizes. And the NBA $200,000 Post Championship, that's a $100 entry fee in that one. But it doesn't end there. On Tuesday, March 31st, DraftKings will have the NHL $100,000 Triple Deke Championship. We talked about it. $100,000 in prizes. Say, hey, 300 bucks is too much. How about the $3 NHL $20,000 Wrist Shot Championship? That's 3 bucks. The NHL 15K Slap Shot Championship is 12 bucks. That'll all happen Tuesday, March 31st. And then you say April Fool's Day, and you want to be foolish, you want to be crazy, you want to be insane. Well, how about winning some money instead of putting the tricks on people? Try to win some cash because DraftKings has the NBA $75,000 layup championship for $2. Two bucks gets you in to a prize that's worth $75,000. And in the NBA $400,000 crossover championship, $27 entry fee. 
than the NBA $100,000 All-Star Championship. It comes with a $1,060 price tag to enter that one. So that'll be a small field. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that one pulls out and who can take that down. Then on Thursday, April 2nd, we have the NHL 1.5 Quarter Arcade Championship. So we get the Quarter Arcade Championship on the NHL version. And we also have the NHL 10K Poke Check Championship, another creative hockey name uh, for all the folks out there. And the NHL 50K Faceoff Championship that day. And then Friday, April 3rd, is the last day in the big week at DraftKings.com. NBA $500,000 three-ball championship and the NBA $125,000 sharpshooter championship. Uh, The three-ball championship is $300 entry fee, $3 for the $125,000 sharpshooter challenge. Got to love all that, love all the happenings, all at our daily fantasy sites. If you guys ever want to talk about one of the big tournaments you're going to play in, Drop me a line at the forums at dailyroto.com. Now we get into tonight's NBA action. Get you ready to prepare. Get you let it prosperous. And this is becoming tougher and tougher to do. Every night we're having mysterious injuries. We have guys sitting out. We have the end of the season coming up. And it's getting tougher and tougher to play the NBA. Uh, but we're doing our best right here at dailyroto.com for you guys that are playing to try to get it done. One of the things that we're going to look at is defensive efficiency. Now, defensive efficiency sort of because uh, what it does, it takes the number of points a teams allow per 100 possessions. So where you can't go just by defensive efficiency is because of a pace. So it's taking 100 possessions and the points scored off those. But if a team plays at a high pace, that means each and every game, there's more possessions in those games. So if they're defensively inefficient, it's going to cost them more than, say, like a team that goes at a slow pace like the Utah Jazz uh, in this one. But it's a stat we look at. We take everything into account, and we try to come up with our best projections for that night's action. And the defensive efficiency rankings are what we will talk about today. Houston is third in the NBA in defensive efficiency, Indiana number 10. Even though we have this uh, here, we don't have a total in this game, Indiana is a one-point favorite. Roy Hibbert becomes playable as he faces a third-worst team in defending the center position in the last 10 games. He becomes also a guy that will stand right next to David West, and David West is a big dude uh, that could take advantage of this Houston team who is allowing the fourth most points to power forwards in the last 10 games. That being said, the problem with Roy Hibbert and the problem with David West is that there's not generally a big upside. David West is the same player. Like I'll never get more than like 32 points from David West. He never explode no matter how good the matchup is. And Roy Hibbert is very similar unless you get one of those uh, crazy games when he has five to seven blocks, but those come up once every blue moon. Uh, then we have the Memphis team against the New York Knicks. We have a 183 total, a very low total in this one. And this is going to be interesting because from the New York perspective against this Memphis team, I don't see anyone uh, that I would jump on. Now we have a card that is full uh, with six games on the evening. So it's not a small field. It's not a big field. It's just in the middle. And with a total that low, I'd be real hesitant to use a guy like Marcus Saul, who does have a great matchup, and there's no doubt about it. Uh, you can also say the same with Zach Randolph in this New York Knicks 
But as we break down places where we can go and attack uh, positions, those guys come into play. But with a low pace here and some great uh, defense from the Memphis side of things, I think we stay away from this game generally. But Gasol and, of course, the big boy, Zach Randolph, are two options for me from a fantasy perspective. And seeing how that one plays out uh, will be the key. Then we have Boston in Brooklyn, 204.5 total in this one. Jared Sullinger has been out for quite a bit, and it's a damn shame because it would have set up as a nice matchup from him. Uh, Brooklyn is the worst at defending the center position in the NBA. They're the worst in the last 10 games. The problem is Tyler Zellis coming off two games ago, 26 points and putting together a career effort. Last night, Kelly Holnick is the guy that starts the second half at the center position. So if we can get news that one of these guys would be out, I would feel more comfortable playing either one of these guys against Brooke Lopez. That being said, though, let's turn it around. Neither one of these guys are great defenders. Brooke Lopez has been putting up big monster numbers, and I would play Brooke Lopez tonight over Gasol, especially with the money difference, and Brooke Lopez becomes a guy uh, that you absolutely love at the center position, and Thaddeus Young also could be in. Uh, for a great game against this Boston Celtics front court. Also, though, again, turn it around. Jay Crowder, Brandon Bass have nice matchups in this game. I think this is a game that will be heavily owned. It's a 204 total. Uh, you'll have to check out Drew Dinkmeyer and Mike Leone and get the latest updates here because an injury or two could definitely uh, clear the way for some breathing room in this one. Uh, but all those guys are going to be relative in play tonight. Charlotte and Chicago, we have a 7 deficiency rating for the Charlotte Bobcats. And the Chicago Bulls are at 13. The Bulls came in with a defensive reputation this year. And then other than Jimmy Butler, haven't really lived up to it. We've talked about on this podcast time and time again how poor Aaron Brooks is from a defensive perspective. And it's as poor as it can get. And in this game, lock, load, Kemba Walker playing well because of the injuries is still not priced where he needs to be. Kemba Walker is the man to absolutely take this. Now, Chicago's having a tough time versus the center position. Not sure the health status of what Al Jefferson is from night to night, uh, but he comes into this game like an opportunity uh, that you could go ahead and uh, play him in that one. Then we have Minnesota Timberwolves at the Utah Jazz. The Minnesota Timberwolves are 30th in defensive efficiency. Utah is 14th. Utah is one of those teams that just absolutely takes their time coming up and down the court. I do not have a total in this game. The T-Wolves are the league's worst at defending guards, point guards in the last 10 games. Adante Exum may get the start, but if he gets the start, don't worry about it. Don't play him, and don't worry about it. How about that? I mean, this guy's got starts where he has two games where he didn't score a point. Uh, so Trey Burke will be the guy there if you need a cheap flyer at the guard position, and he will be a guy that you'll be using in this one as well. Uh, so make sure you take advantage of that situation uh, for you. From the power forward position, of course, uh, Derek Favors has been getting it done. Uh, the Minnesota front court's crazy because every night we have to look to see who's playing, and there's been different injuries and different patterns to that Minnesota Timberwolves. 
uh, front court. They have played well over the last 10 games. Uh, they are allowing 40 uh, fantasy points in those games, which brings them to about number 21 in the NBA. So they've improved greatly when they've got guys back. But depending on the injuries and who's in that front court, there's always an opportunity to give yourself a play in that one. Uh, so we'll see who lines up in that front court. Of course, you get the email sent directly to you from Drew Dankmeyer and Mike Leone right to your email box, and you can take advantage of that uh, by getting and signing up the premium package from DailyRoto.com. The Utah Jazz are the number one team in the NBA in the last 10 games at stopping the small forward position, the shooting forward position, and you'll have to take that into account with our guy Wiggins. I was actually at an NBA, uh, I was actually at a... uh, NCAA tournament game this week in Jacksonville. I went to all the games. I was there for the whole Georgia State ride. Of course, North Carolina and Xavier came out, and it was a guy with a Wiggins jersey. I really hadn't seen one of them before. It was interesting to see a Wiggins jersey there. But you don't want to be wearing the jersey on your finale fantasy team tomorrow night uh, because he should struggle in this game, uh, in this one. Gordon Hayward is questionable in this one, uh, so make sure you keep in touch and you get all the last-second changes because Gordon Hayward is a guy uh, that is listed as questionable in this game. Uh, The Los Angeles Lakers are going to go at the National Basketball Association on some night, and you wonder, I'm so sad about basketball. Like, when I think about how the Lakers and the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers are not playing that well, and they're terrible, and it's like, I don't see it getting better. Like, even the Boston Celtics, they have a great run of playoffs, but they're actually going to hurt themselves. They're going to land some players. I mean, you're not going to go and win a title with Isaiah Thomas and, I don't know, Jared Sullinger and... Kelly Olnick. It's just not going to happen. It's just so sad to see. The final game of the night is Washington-Golden State. Defensive efficiency-wise, this is a game, tough game. Golden State number one in the NBA, Washington number five. And you look at it, an 11-point point spread on this one. And you look at the numbers, and you see two teams that you like offensively, but guess what? They're pretty good defensively. Uh, Golden State has had trouble with the the big man. So, I mean, they're going to go and use a Marcin Gotot. Uh, Could be a guy uh, that could jump out there. But uh, not a guy that I look at when I look at uh, there. For me, uh, I told you Brooke Lopez would be the guy that I go there. The Washington Wizards are one of the top ten best teams at covering the center position. Then you look at it from the point guard position. And say, hey... Two great offensive teams. I got John Wall, and I got my guy Kerry here. Can I go ahead and use these guys in this big matchup? Well, the Golden State Warriors are the third best in the NBA against point guards, and the Washington Wizards are the 11th best. So another great, great matchup for these two guys defensively. So sometimes the flash, the sizzle, you got to look at both sides of the spectrum. And good offense can beat good defense, so I don't want to scare people straight by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Let's take a look at the power forward position. Can we get a little love from our power forwards with the Wizards? Well, the Wizards are 
the 13th best team at covering the power forward position in the National Basketball Association in the last 10 games. But the Golden State Warriors have been struggling there as they are the 8th best, but then Golden State, I don't think it's a great matchup with what we got at Washington in the power forward position and seeing the health there. I just don't think that lines up. When we look at the shooting guard, the small guard situation, in this uh, game between the Washington Wizards and the Golden State Warriors, uh, you look at it, the Wizards are the second-best team in the last nine games. Bradley Bale shutting down the small guards across the National Basketball Association. Can't get any love there. Golden State Warriors, guess what? Tenth-best against the uh, guards there. So we're outlining how good defensively these two teams are. And let's go with that small forward position and just hit the home run. The Washington Wizards are the second best in the NBA at covering small forwards. And the Golden State Warriors, such a defensive prowess for a team that people look at as all guys that run, gun, three-pointers, have a good time. Well, they're the sixth best at covering the small forward position. So there you have it there. There are a lot of big names in that game. But I'm going to tell you, why don't we go all and try to attack that Brooklyn Nets game with the Boston Celtics. That's where I believe we'll get most of our value from. And we'll jump in. We throw in a Kemba Walker uh, for us at point guard in that situation. And, of course, James Harden's a good play on any night if you're going to spend big money and you have those dollars available for you. A little James Harden could never, ever get you wrong in that one. In that Charlotte game, too. Milicek becomes a play uh, that you could take a look at if you uh, don't go with any of those uh, Celtics and Nets forwards in that one. It's amazing to me. And the one good thing with the Boston Celtics is they still uh, have something to play for. And now it's this time of the season in the NBA where we've got to take this into account when we have guys out and we have guys resting and we have guys getting it done. Guys, make sure you stay tuned all week long. I'll be here to bring you the podcast at DailyRoto.com. We bring in guests a couple times a week. Mike Leone jumps on himself uh, every Friday, and we talk fantasy sports with you. Uh, we have Ricky Sanders joining us throughout the week, and some of the other fine articles that are written on the site will bring the authors in to discuss their articles and tell you a little bit about their foresight when they decided to put these articles together. And, of course, you can hear me on this podcast Monday through Friday, and then Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio from 9 to 11, part of the Fantasy Funhouse with Nando DeFino. We talk daily fantasy sports generally right around 10.30. We'd like to bring Mike Leone or Drew Denkmeyer on and talk a little daily fantasy sports. Uh, last week was a little hectic where we had the uh, tout wars uh, in town, and we had a lot of the uh, people on there. And anytime you miss the show, you can always check it out on Sirius XM On Demand. Make sure you go on the forums. Always a lot of great contests over there. Of course, right now they have the NBA Bracket Contest, uh, where one lucky winner is going to win the MLB Premium Subscription for the entire season from Drew Tankmar and Mike Leone. I don't know. I have to check my bracket, but I'm not excited about it. I picked like a really vanilla bracket, and I'm hoping vanilla is the word and not Villanova as the number one seed. Of course, already down three number one seeds left. Uh, We'll see how that plays out. Tonight's a wrap right here on DailyRoto.com. What I want you guys to do is have some luck, win some money, and absolutely get it done. It's Tony Sincotter, and of course... We're knocking on the park. Stay tuned. 
for tomorrow's big episode right here at DailyRoto.com.